This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Celtic Rumors TV. The Balls and Bobber podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. It's just myself and Mark for tonight. So on tonight's show, we will be discussing the latest news around Celtic Football Club. We look back at the Celtic buses real bit east. We do a match review and we look at fair ratings. We look at today's one nil loss against Liverpool. We will, again, we will review the game of what went wrong for Ange at Liverpool Stadium today. Is it the plastic pitch or was it simply that our squad and deck isn't good enough? Uh, board updates on Celtic appoint Nicholas as a police uh, replacement. When should Celtic expect to hear from the new acting CEO? Of course, we'll be taking some topics and questions from the live chat. Firstly, though, Mark will do a few shout-outs. We must have pissed someone off. <laughs> pissed somebody off. John Kennedy, probably. <laughs> We're only a couple away from it. I mean, five on us, really. We've been talking about it ourselves for a while. It'd be great just to be able to say we've got five on our subs. It really would. Mm-hmm. Just as usual, thanks very much uh, for everybody that subs, listens in, joins in. Uh, with the links to all our stuff, we're going to be moving on to Twitch and Facebook. No moving, but we'll also be streaming on Twitch and Facebook at the same time as we're doing it on here in a few weeks, probably. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And the links to everything, including my forum, that's all in the description box below. So if you enjoy what we're doing, please remember subscribe, hit the like button, and if you know how to, please leave a comment. Celtic have appointed Chris Duffy as new company secretary following Michael Nixon's move to the acting CEO of Celtic Football Club. Myself and Mark discussed this later on in the show. Celtic could be entering the transfer window again this week by looking at free agent, ex-Premier League player and Irish international Robbie Brady. The 29-year-old is a free agent after leaving Barney at the end of last season. And it would be a short-term deal to help Ange and Celtic players with squad numbers being so low at the club at the moment. Celtic under-21 player Luke O'Connor will be leaving Celtic. Again, and he, he has joined Queen's Park for the remainder of the season. Crew fans have been so impressed with Celtic Loney and young midfielder Scott Robson that fans were chanting, sign him up at yesterday's match of the crew. 
that's it again of course for Celtic news uh, uh, at the moment uh, before Mark we, we talk about the Batiste game I uh, just want to talk about Luke, o- Luke O'Connell like he, he's gone out and loaned out to I spoke about him back saying he was frustrated about game time at Celtic and stuff like that but what I've saw of Zorro at the moment what I've seen from our midfield in the likes of Tomble and, and stuff like that I'm really disappointed with letting Luke O'Connell go no. Mm-hmm. I thought he had the potential to be a good player for us and I'll just say his agent was in was the Irish press he was in talking mm-hmm. about saying that he was disappointed that he hadn't been getting chances at Celtic so well we've spoken about it before Paul but that's another for me that's another kind of young good player that we've let slip through the net just a blow, Mark. It is a blow. You know, like I was hoping that maybe Ange, when Ange came in, he would, do you know what I mean? Maybe say to him, look, you're not ready for the first team yet, but what we mean in six months' time, um, you'll be ready to play for me in the first team. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at your maybe games like we're talking, we're speaking about like playing Wraith Rovers. You'd like to see a few youngsters getting a game. But I'm disappointed the way things have went for Luke O'Connell, definitely, Paul. Uh, before we talk about Real Batiste, uh, just I look back at the game and um, I was looking at some of the stats. Well, of course, Mark, the stats are good again under Ange, but it's really the, the result that that matters. Uh, was that I think for me, Paul, the best way to describe that again today, it was a new Lem type performance. Mm-hmm. We just we spoke about no. speak. Can he pick through these different things? We'll speak about Batiste. <laughs> no, 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 no. We because that's last. That's it. we move on. I just want to teams we lost. What we can say about Ange in the the, the Batiste game, Mark, is the team has has come a long way. All right, uh, where there's there's improvements, Mark. Defense, Paul. Yeah, but in defense, Mark, really, really needs to improve massively, and I don't think. David Tomble and Roger are the answer there for a high press. If you want to defend from the top, man, they're not going to do it for fire because they're too similar and they're not that type of player. Oh. And you can't do the press, Mark, if if, if two of them are, are in there, can you? That's a safety as well, Paul. I don't think you bet uh, Turnbull and uh, Rogic can play in the same team. For me, it's going to be either or. You know, our ideal midfield three would be probably, say that probably McCarthy will go to Honker. Quite a terrible game today, but it would be McCarthy, McGregor, and either off Turnbull and Rogic. For me, that would be worth three. Mm-hmm. It just, the team's just. It just looks awfully lightweight, both when the two of them seem to be in the, uh, be in the same team. But it just says they're just really, really similar types of players. Mm-hmm. But look, there's positive there, look. Reed Batiste, Mark, are. They're a strong team, like, and I think we saw that with their second half performance. Like they finished sixth in La Liga, Mark, which is pretty impressive with, with the teams inside this part. Like we lost, we had 58% possession, we attempted 192 more passes, and then we're in 62% of, of duels between them. Uh, in the final third, we were in their box 19 more times than them. Uh, uh, and just died, Mark. It's so demanding, Mark. And, and that's what I think is that these players aren't fit enough to keep that going for a whole night. I mean, we kind of go Kong Hall for the first half and come the second half, Mark. I don't know, does, are, are the teams, is this team trying too fast 
because of fitness. No, no, it's tiring, Paul. I'm just, just, for me, it's, it's the concentration levels are mm-hmm. I mean, to mm-hmm. do nothing up away to a Spanish team, and then eventually I lost that game, just... And even, like, I mean, just, just quick reaction to the, to the match, like, those two quick goals we got, like, you know what I mean? We were up 2-0 in I mean, kind of a matter of time, like, you could have rocked Real Batiste, like... Jota had a good yeah. chance as well for us to... Or Jota, Jota, he'd a good chance that it would have went to three, you know, I'm sure, but... It was just, again, it just seems to be... Our defence is just... I don't... I know that, again, but you can't... Because it's only just in the door, we're still trying to gel with defence and things like that, but... The other night against Betis, how many teams was it they were caught with a ball over the top? Mm-hmm. Get a run, running into the Spanish players and that running into space behind the defence. That seems to be the big weakness, Mark, with uh, Angel's system, Mark. And this, we seem to be getting cast out with this high bar, don't we? Seems to be, I uh, kind of easy, an easy kind of counter, counter, counter attack to the style of football we play, but. I mean, even playing that, you still need us to have somebody like a last man in defence. Even if you're playing like this high pressing game beater, you need to have somebody that's quick, like a centre, quick centre back that can get back to cover. Mm-hmm. The other night, I thought the two central defenders, I didn't think any of them really covered herself in much glory the other night at all. No, I, I, I felt the same way, I think, Mark. That's, that was the real kind of weakness in that game. And it seems to be kind of the real weakness on the Ange as well, Mark. I know we, we come to today's game, but just touching on that briefly, like, our defence still looks weak. And, and you're going on about the Celtics being caught with the, the kind of ball through the middle and, and the hype as well, which was kind of caught for pace again for that Livingston goal today. You know, so we don't have that type of defender, Mark, who, who's kind of quick on the feet, are we? I thought, well, geez, we're going to speak thought that was a bit of a, a, a schoolboy era. Mm-hmm. Young Welsh today, which to be fair to him, he's done well so far. I mean, we've praised him, we've praised him to the hilt every week on here so far, Paul. But, and we've said that before as well. These young players are going to make mistakes, but I mean, that was a really bad mistake from the day, just mm-hmm. especially with you know, going by the we'll, we'll speak about Livingston game later on. If try to go into the bed, mm-hmm. well. The, the stats from, from, from the other night were uh, Batiste has 17 shots, the Celtic 16 on target at 8-7. They had five, 40% session mark, we had 60 passes, they had 355, we had 532. Pass accuracy is 85 to their 82. Like, the improvements are there, uh, and you can see the improvements, Mark, and, and I think Celtic fans have to see that improvement spot. The concern is, like, it could have been way worse in, in Batiste only for saves, but from, from Joe Hart again, Mark, and Joe Hart again showed why he's a, he's a top keeper still at, at, at Celtic, and I think we're, we're actually lucky to have him in goal at the moment for us. Otherwise, Mark, we could be be getting thumped like uh, Barcelona's and, and Paris Saint's man the other night. Uh, it could have been counter, but we made it to enough chances as well. I mean, See, from a neutral's point of view, Paul, that was a cracking game of football. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, if a neutral was sitting watching that, they would have sat there and watched the game and, and enjoyed the game. Yeah, yes, he too, Mark, had a few chances. He could have got another kind of one or two chances well, that he should have kind of put in, in, in the back. And that's, I think, down to Yessi. 
guy seems to be a, a sharpness as well. Sharpness, you know. But that's like it just shows, Mark, how what Kyogo actually brought to that uh, front tree. You know how because he's so fast moving, Mark, and he's moving so fast that the ball has to move fast to find find uh, Kyogo. Do you get me? Oh, I know you. And then, and then it's when we have a Yessi, Mark, as you said, he, he's lacking match fitness or he's not that type of player. There's a lack of movement, and that's that's lower down our, our attack as well. But, but you have to be, Paul. It shouldn't be, no. You, I mean, you've said the other night, and that you put the ball in the uh, you put the ball in the box to a Yeti and he'll score. Mm-hmm. And that's again, we didn't do that enough today. Today either didn't give him. Yeah. Took a penalty, but it stepped up and hit a penalty. 
Yeah. He's a ruckus, like this. He's a ruckus, yeah, in fairness to him. I'm a six as well. Uh, Sorrow. He started the game a bit like a heedless chick. Mm-hmm. Just running about and just basically kicking people for a very bit. And only for that, I don't know, that, that, that referee was poor, Mark. He, he should have been sent off, Zara, I think. But, I mean, seeing, I mean he, stayed, he stayed on it, and I thought he actually played no bad. He played, even if we were doing good spells, I thought he played no bad. Mm-hmm. He was just, he was lucky to stay on the park. Give him a six. Uh, we're talking about Turnbull, I thought that was one of Turnbull's better games the other night. They were on the attack, he was pulling the stings in the midfield. Uh, the pass that he made to for mm-hmm. Some like pass, what this? You know what I mean, that, and then... Uh, that's what he can do, Mark. Do you mean, that's what you want him to do, but he, as you said there, it's consistency. Do you know what I mean? It's a beginning of week out, like, you know? Yeah, I gave Turnbull, I gave him a seven. Uh, Rogic, I, didn't, I wasn't impressed with Rogic the other night. I thought I had a poor game, and... Just, I, was, I thought it was back to like a kind of off like lackadaisical type of performance for him. Didn't he mm-hmm. working, putting a, working hard to get himself about, gave him a five. Um, Montgomery, I thought he started the game well, linked up well with Juranovic. Uh, it was a game that would have kind of passed him by. Not going to be too hard on the lad, but he's young, he'll learn for that. He'll learn for playing against the teams, you know. Mm-hmm. Gave him a six. Uh, yeah, eh, I thought he, he worked away, done well, get his t- a typical poacher's goal when he won the penalty. I gave him a yeti, yeah, my man of the match, he brought mm-hmm. him. Gave him a yeti. Yeah, looked really good going forward. I've said if he needs to kind of work his end product, but it was some cross that he put in for a yeti. Mm-hmm. But again, he's like sorrow, he's rough around the edges. There is a meeting I thought a good player would be, but he needs to work, he needs to learn to like, work harder, track back and things like that. I didn't think he was doing that. Yeah, he doesn't do, he doesn't do that, Mark, because that's not his kind of, his style of play, is it, that he doesn't um, track back, you know? I gave him a six in McCarthy. I'm surprised he wasn't brought on earlier with Sorrow walking around jar tight, but I thought McCarthy came on just to help. Just kind of done the same kind of job as Sorrow did. He kept things tight, tight, a wee I suppose he showed a wee bit more urgency in his game than Sorrow, but mm-hmm. so I just gave him a six as well. So I went uh, the same as I went harder with the seven mark. I thought he, he made a catalogue of, of, of saves in the first half, but again, the second half, though uh, conceding six goals because he was exposed, I thought he still had a good game. Uh, rather than I gave him a five, I thought he struggled. A bit like you, Mark, was it was it a step above Radisson or was it due to the fact, Mark, that he was only back over COVID? Could have that have hit him? You know? So I gave it... Uh, he playing then? No, that's what I'm saying. I, I was surprised he was playing, Mark. You know? That's what he really wasn't. If he wasn't... If he played against Reed Bartise and if he wasn't fit enough to start living today, Mark, he shouldn't have been playing against Reed Bartise. Do you know what I mean? You know, uh, Starfield... Smack, I went five. I thought Starfield he looked uh, looked like square. Uh, there was lack of movement for him, and Steve Batiste just looked at him as kind of a target man that they were able to get around him. You know, 
Vickers, I gave a five. I think it's due to the fact that he looked legged and maybe um, more matches within the team and hopefully he can build a passionate but either Welsh or Starfield, I think we need to get a proper settled defence, I think is our main problem. Uh, Ivanovic, I gave a six. Great penalty. Uh, another one of our full-backs, Matt, I think he, he got up and down the ring too well, but I think it was, in the end it was a, too much of an attack uh, in the second half where we teased that it kind of came too much for him. Uh, Zorro, I gave a four. Uh, you, you might say, but I, I think uh, I gave him his four because of his discipline. I thought Mark, he was shocking. I, I, he could have really let the team down, Mark. He could have got sent off. Uh, for that reason, we we seen it with Bison. You know, Zorro's not a new player of the team, Mark. He's been around the club for for a while now. Like I thought, Zorro could have done, could have been more disciplined. Uh, Tom, I thought uh, I gave a six. Uh, a, a great, as you said there, Mark, uh, with his pass there to Yasha for the goal. A uh, great free kick as well for for the Ralston header in, in the second half. Roderick, I gave a five. I, I didn't think he was in the game. And I don't know, Mark, should Roderick be playing against these bigger teams in, in Europe? I, I don't think Roderick is fit enough for that. He's got to be playing, I think, around Livingston and stuff like that. I, I think but. We come to Limster today, we talk about logic and that. didn't impress me there either. Uh, yes, I gave an ace. I thought, look, he did what he had to do, Mac. He got in the box, he got his goal, he, he got the penalty. Uh, Yasha, I gave a six. Um, impressed by Yasha, still needs a bit of work, but he doesn't like to do the dirty work, Mark. Uh, same with Roger, as I said, that two of them don't like to press from the, from the top, which need too much pressure on the Andrew system. He wants to defend and done to the top and Yasa, Roger and Tom will see they they don't kinda graft in for that dirty work. Uh McCarthy gave a six. Uh, I think he added a bit more con- uh, composure to the to the midfield after he came on for Zorro, but I thought that that decision could have come on come on a bit earlier. Uh, overall Mark I thought it was uh, a good performance but it's, it's the same old same old with Celtic uh, in Europe is our uh, our frailties in, in the back line that always seems to be letting us down in Europe. That's it in the live chat, Paul. See somebody offered you a four three loss before he probably took it. Would take it, yeah. Because I thought I, I, I thought it'd have been a lot. I mean, it was a tough game for us, but I thought it was a lot tougher than that. See me go, see me. I couldn't believe it. We went two nothing up. Mhm. We just again, we just crumbled. We're, we're in worst enemy, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to today's game, Mark. I think the big question for from the the, the starting team was the inclusion of Bongoli, who hasn't featured in pre-season, who hasn't kind of featured in any game. Came on of us, hasn't even kept, come on as a sub, and to see him come on. Uh, in a plastic pitch, Mark, and having Montgomery on the bench, who hasn't done an awful lot wrong, Mark, since he's been coming into the squad. It was a really baffling decision by Ange today to play Bongori, wasn't this? Ah, uh, it was. I don't think anybody expected that. <coughs> Excuse me. That was a bit of a left-field decision, but I thought he did a decent enough game today, to be honest, Paul. He said, I mean... I mean, well, let's put it out say one thing, but see all the people that are going to be Craig Taylor. But Craig Taylor's a lot better than Bolling Golly in my book, to be honest. Mm-hmm. What went. I don't think it was fresh in the team, Mark, but it, it was like a bit of deja vu for me today, wasn't it? That, that, 
to last season, won't they? Aye, just as soon as they get that goal and they just pack that defence, I knew we were going to struggle to break them down. I just kept it. And then, don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm not using it as an excuse either, Paul, but that ref is a shocker, it's my opinion as well. Mm-hmm. Really, really poor standard the refereeing in Scotland. But people are saying, Mark, look, it's the omen of, of, of this plastic pitch, but when you, whether we're looking to Livingston's thing, the Motherwell beat them there, Aberdeen beat them there, St. Mirren beat them there. But Celtic just seem can't get the grips with this plastic pitch, or they just can't. Is it down to the fact, Mark, that our players can't play in that pitch, or? Oh, I can't be focused on record gets back. There's something that struggle to get a result. I mean, under Gordon Strang was the last time he won there, and I think they had a grass pitch at that. Grass pitch, yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jan Wenger Hesling was out there. They were showing it there on the Celtic TV. Hesling was the score was there. Fucking Dirk Ryden was was the score. But back then, like so that's going back a long time, Mark. When you're naming players like that, aren't you? Aye. You know. Paul, just honestly, just reminded me like a, a new line of performance. We just can't break, fail to break down these tight packed defensive teams. I mean, at one point, Sir Livingston had seven players across their eighteen yard line. Mm-hmm. But is that, that, that I mean that's why we bought Abada, that's why we'll get Yota and Loan and we'll go again Kyogo Kyogo would have made a good bit of difference the other day again, but you can only you can only pee you can only pee with the cock you've got, Paul. So does that go to show Max or that Paul we should be there's no excuses. Your youth team your youth team should be able to Kate Livingston a good game. I mean, they're, they're a big physical team again. We seem to struggle against these kind of big mm-hmm. teams as well. But when it comes to an actual football match, Paul, your younger players should be able to give Livingston a decent a decent run. But for our first team to put in a performance like that today is just... It's not comfortable. It really is. Was there fatigue, Mark, due to the, the big game we put up against Batiste the other night? You know what I mean? And... I know we've a lot of injuries Mark, and stuff like that, but this, this, this was this the this was the strongest team that Ange could have put out, bar uh, the surprise inclusion of Bonangoli, I think. You know what I mean? I, you know. I've just shows you. Um, I mean, we were all happy with the transfer window and the players that came in, but we're still we've not got a good depth in the squad. That's it. That's the, that's the but you made a good point to me, as well, Mark. You said. Before the match started, that people said that McCarthy didn't have a good game today. And you made a good point to me before the, the game even started that he's been wrapping McCarthy around cotton wool since he came in to get a match fit again, and then to put him on a plastic pitch in his first game. Oh. I mean, that's another kind of a decision, Mark, that you need to be looking at. Like, would you not have been preferred to me McCarthy playing a Ross County game? or McCarthy should have played last week. Mm-hmm. We all expect him to start again, and well, I said Dan seemed to have wrapped in cotton wool for a couple of weeks. Then we found out he had COVID as well. Mm-hmm. But it was terrible. Well, the first half, he was no bad in the first half today, but the second half, he just I don't know. But that pitch, Mark, it is like and I played it like it is hard in the legs. Do you know what I mean? And, and for McCarthy, like to 
they played like his first game like you did thank God he didn't play Zara there because I would have snapped over his performance if he started him but but Mark it, it was it, it wasn't even that like it's just sent it just couldn't guess any rhythm any fluency any pattern today like there was nothing of a reverence of what Angeball could be even, today even maybe by trying to get things going Paul Livingston Livingston played that game plan to perfection they were gay Gain away, just be daft for anything. They just take so that Celtic could they build up any momentum. No, I mean, gain away, just be daft for we'll just to get a break and play. And mm-hmm. There was one thing that I think was about uh, the 75th minutes when Roger was just standing behind, or was it was a B was just standing behind one of the players, and the player went off and the lines went flag for a free kick, like you know, what I mean? and, and even the commentators and said he was going. You know what I mean? It's common sense, like, you know what I mean? Like, for a player, like, it's, it's cheating, Mark, but that was their game plan, and the referee did let him get away with it today. You know what I mean? He was blown. There was, the referee didn't let that game get any fluency as well today, Mark. He was blown for every single little streak today. You know? Or even the one when Celtic tried to take it, in the left wing, Celtic tried to take a free kick, a quick free mm-hmm. And he brought them back to, so that he could just pull up the Livingston player. Mm-hmm. It, it, even, it didn't even book him. He wasn't even going to book. He didn't book the guy or nothing. He just pulled him back, pulled the full game back, so that he could have a word to him, a game of warning. But with all these breaks in play, Mark, and, and, and disruption to a play, it, would would that would, would that affect Celtic's performance today? Like, like our passing was 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 bag average out of today, Mark. Uh, I thought Tomball was was shocking today. You know, his distribution, Abadal's distribution, Yasha's distribution, it, we, we could get a decent pass really into the box to supply a Yeti with the ball, could we? You know? No, there was a few decent crosses in the one that went to Turnbull. Again, I don't know if it was a bad bounce off that pitch, but it just didn't seem to get a sit right for him. I think it ended up hitting his face. But I, again, just... If you can put balls into the box, I get he's going to be there or thereabouts, Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're trying to walk it through the middle, the piles of numbers in there, about numbers. Uh, see, at times it was as if they'd extra men in the park. That's how hard a shift the Livingston players put in. Because were, there was two men on every, every Celtic player when they got the ball. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the goal, Mark. You you said there at, at the start of the show it, it was a school by error, but it, it was a bad mistake, really, by Welch. Like, no, I know he's still learning stuff to give, but Mark, that's a basic error for a goal to be given to me, isn't it? Uh, it's, uh, it's a thing that's what you call a school boy error, but like, just for me, Paul, again, it's just doing the concentration, keep that kind of mental, mental sharpness, is that, call it, I don't know, but that kind of thing, it was. I mean, we know that Welsh is a better player than they make that kind of mistake. <laughs> that young boy, just, I'm, I'm not going to hang about, do you know what I mean? We, we say there's one of the things that could buckle, on, buckle young players into it, it's fans put so much pressure on them, but it, it shows you again how easy it is get for a player to go, because oh, I see there's been a lot of grief on social media and that already, and you're like, oh, it's not this again. Mm-hmm. But you want about concentration, Mark, and we all speak about the lack of of a kind of shots that would be on heart, but I know they, they couldn't see the goal, but 
that point blank save again from that header there in that first half. It could have been tuned, it could have been game over from Hart. Jenky meant that, Jenky was just. Love that reflex or whatever it was, like, you know what I mean? It was, oh, but you stopped the poking in the net, and that's what he paid today. It was, some, it was some save. You know, but the only one, Mark, I, I, I saw from a bit of urgency was was some heart today, getting the ball, trying to get the ball moving fast. Do you know what I mean? He, he was the only one I thought, Mark, today that, that showed any bit of urgency oh, to get the ball. Oh, Carter Vickers. Now he's driving forward. Lucky not to score. Aye, that was a great good shot. I was unlucky not to score that. Uh, mm. Which is a good thing because we know, well, we know Ayer, that was kind of the way Ayer played the game. It's just mm-hmm. either we've got a centre back that's going to do that. But we need to, what they need to realise is that when he's pushing forward, they still need somebody else to sit back. We can't have the other centre back up beside him. Was that got lucky today, Mark? Or was it a poor performance? Eh, uh, I'm just going to say... the boss? Um, I was going to say a bit of both, Paul, but nah, for me it was just a poor performance. Just two seconds, I'll go and get Mikey at it, Paul. There's a lack of, Mark... Is that too, though, so, Mark, like... How... We say, what would you, pragmatic, Mark, of Ange not to change a system, Mark, when it's not working for him to maybe get a goal. Do you know what I mean? You like he, he, we never see Ange on ball up over the top or something like that. But do you think that will change when, when, when Jacko may, maybe is fit, that we'll have that, that different option there, that he might change a bit of his, his system? Well, I'd like to think that's one he's we've said, said all night. We've actually got three different types of strikers, so they're not all going to be able to play the way... Do you know what I mean? They're not going to, we know yet he's not going to play like Thiago plays. Mm-hmm. Jacko, I don't imagine he's going to see... So it gives us more options, but... Just, it's still... It's, the thing about the going forward thing is the midfield needs to produce, produce better chances. And I just saw two, Michael. What I know is two of those... Paul, you there, Mikey? Yeah. Mikey. And I was actually in an alright mood until I actually managed to find the link to that match. And it just put his. Like, that's. I don't care what anybody says, that's one of the worst performances I've seen. And this was going back to Lennon, and that's one of the worst performances for a Celtic team I've seen in a long time. Like, uh, so, so bad. Like, uh, they could have played there until next Christmas and no score there. No, I thought that me, but I wouldn't even. I mean. We're saying it was a thing of luck. You could say it was bad luck if we were making a barrel load of chances and had missed and hut the bar, hut the post and things like that. But it's not that. That's not just saying it. No, it was just a terrible, terrible performance. What's the board? Yeah, no, sure. I've seen like a few people and Paul. I didn't. He wasn't using it as an excuse, but people saying, "Oh well, they're away in Spain and that on Thursday." I mean, that Livingston team for like League One, League Two level at Mister. This is outworked Celtic, and the fact that David Martindale managed to get one over on Post, like Postecoglou as well, 
he's had a lot of plaudits from me and a lot of the guys on this forum and that, but he's got to start be taking some responsibility for this. I mean, look at the league table. Bottom six for him, like, eh? And I don't care if it's only six games or no, eh? You're only as good as your last game, eh? And that's three away defeats in a row, betting Europe again, sitting, what is it, six now, yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's shocking, like, eh? Like you say, and people say, oh, well, I've not got players available. Did it, yeah, I wouldn't get transfer window to a degree. But that, that, the, the, the players in the park today should have been more than enough to bet them. I'm getting sick of people using the pitches and excuses as well. You know what I mean? The two teams are playing on it. Yeah. Celtic have got loads of plastic pitches at the training centre. They could have trained on them all week to get used to it. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Mickey. Like the likes of Aberdeen, St. Mirren, Motherwell can go up there and beat Livingston after park and then Celtic can't. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's going on there? Like, like, as you said, like this team should have been capable. And Mark, you said as well, like, this starting team should be capable of, of beating Livingston, but can we not play against more physical teams? Is, is that a problem under Ange? That we're, he's signing players maybe that are too lightweight to compete against these bigger teams? Mark? Well, uh, I've said it, oh, there's definitely a, a lack of physicality through the team. I mean, you wouldn't be, I mean, I think our biggest player to vote, Mark, is Vickers, and after that, you can, I don't know, really, can you? I mean, but that Vickers, what height is he? Because he doesn't, he doesn't look that, do you get what? Six foot four, same height as Darfield. Yeah. And he's six foot four? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that, that's a surprise to me. Eh. Uh, sorry, six foot three, six foot three or six foot two, start. Yeah, same height, 182 centimetres, Mark, if you go centimetres, that's what he's reading. Uh, but I mean, he's a big, strong, he's a big unit of laddies, sir. But him and hopefully McCarthy, when he's up to speed and playing better, hopefully he'll bring a bit of dig into the midfield. And for me, that'll help a lot in the team when we've got this kind of a bit of physicality in about us. But uh, it's, again, it's, it's just. But you know what I see too, Mark, dude, from... We're talking about the same things we spoke about last season. I really, it's... You know, but Mark, what I said about... What I've noticed about Avedas well today, he didn't kind of do the usual Avedas stuff that, that, that I was so used to doing, is running down the ring, running down to the boy line, putting the ball in the box. No, Avedas was cutting in a lot. All the time is... Passing the bag, the team, even when we did get in the box, Mark, we had no one. There's, there, there was no. We're lacking. We're lacking players, Mark, who have the intelligence to say, "All right, he's going to put that ball into the box. I need to get into that box to get a chance to get that header." There's no. There's no experienced player like that. Like Torbill and and Roderick should be the, the players, Mark, who are providing the assistant to the forward, Yessi, to get in the box, and they're not. Do you know what I mean? That's where, as you said, like they're too simple players, Mark. That, they're thinking too similarly, do you know what I mean? Our best chance was created with Sorrow. That we threw passes for a Yeti that uh, uh, the Livingston keeper saved it, didn't he? He did put off a few, I mean, he did put off a few, uh, was it Searchek, I think, C-check or something, I think his name was. He put off good saves there today, in fairness to him, you know. He kept a minute, but again, Mark, he's going down to last season, these are chances. That's that he should be scored. And Welsh, Welsh is unlucky with the header as well. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't win games on chances, Paul. Do you know what I mean? You no, games on. That's what I said, Mark. 
That's why I said that the thing when I was going through the stats for BTs, like we could have all the stats in the world, Mark. It doesn't matter about the stats, it doesn't matter about the thing. As Mickey said there, it's the result, and Ange at the moment is only as good as his last game. And the league table is at line, we're line sixth. We've three losses already away from home. We haven't won away from home, I think, Mickey, is it till, if I'm right, the 16th of February? Now, this is a record, though, that's stretching long. Is is this a tough rock, Mickey, for the for us to get out of? I think so. Like, I'm, like I say, as I've been on, obviously, back in months of that, obviously, because I've just back to illness, but like, I was given as much plaudits as anybody regarding the style of play and the excitement within the team and just the general thing, but even like this, I mean, the guys in the charts, you know, we had 16 shots on goal, we dominated the game. I think the keeper had one top save, did he? For a Yeti that he touched the wide. Uh, that one, I'm just, just talking about Mikey. That one in the, the head of him. Well, George, well, yeah. People say we dominated the game. We got bit for Livingston 1 0. Uh, and people are on about dominating the game. You know what I mean? If that's, if, is, that, is that what Celtic have dropped to now? Oh, we dominated the game, though. We'd that's, it, that, 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 that's it, like, you can you can dominate the game, but game of football is about putting the ball in the net, uh, and that's where Celtic haven't been doing, you know, away from home, I think. We, we just seem to be putting the, I don't know, Mark, what, what, what would I say? We're not creating chances enough, or we're not challenging enough, or we're not, we don't have that, 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 that edge about us to get the ball in the net, is this? You know, that kid can finish or something, Mark. There's something missing. Uh, we, we, we're all praising about the, the, the fight on the hands and stuff. And I know we've injuries, Mark, but football is built around the squad. And I know our squad knows is, is depleted, but that that team today, Mark, sh- should have been capable of beating Limston today. Oh, may I say capable? Does it, I mean, there's no... I'm a make There's no... You can't, for me, you can't sugarcoat this. As I said, we weren't unlucky, Paul, because... If we're unlucky, we're hitting the post, we're, we're getting a goal disallowed, we're hitting the crossbar, airkeepers making... Many times have we talked about goalkeepers playing against Celtic and having the, like, the match of their career. Mm-hmm. We've about that a hundred times, it seems to happen with goalkeepers, but you can't say that about that Livingston keeper today. It was just a god-awful performance for Celtic. Just, mm-hmm. it just As soon as we were getting into... I know they were camped out in the 18 year box, but we've, that's... That's why we're paying players big money. That's what yeah, but I mean. That's what we're up against in Scotland, especially when they go one no, when when they go one nothing up. It's, they're just going to go even more defensive. Do you think so, Mark? Sorry, my God. No, I was just um, saying, just like because it was one nothing, and obviously people were saying they're dominating the game. People do realise that Livingston probably had the better chances and could have. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. Yeah, only for heart saving the. Uh, that, that, that's it. It, 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 it could have been tuned in that game was over then, we, we, then, we were going to score today Michael, no matter how long that game was and near the end of the game as well James Forrest brother, that Alan Forrest yeah. Hart made another good save at the end of the game as well mm-hmm. no, I mean, like, we're going on about there we are going on about uh, the Livingston keeper maybe keeping them the game but look look at the opposite side like Mickey said there Mark, Joe Hart actually kept Celtic in the game could have, we could have lost the you know, which which would have been embarrassing. It would have been uh, looked way worse than paper than it actually was. But you know, I've said it before about Hart. If any like Celtic, they don't. 
he's maybe only got two or three saves to make and then so it's up to him to keep his concentration to make the two or three saves and I mean he did make some good saves again today, there's no doubt about it. Well and that's what I mean the the boy Andrew Shinney that was playing up the pitch, he run the show today. He, he dominated did, the defence yeah. and everything, yeah. He did, yeah. Sure and, did. and the man of the defence, because I was watching it on the Livingston link, um, they gave the match to, the man of the match to Obalai, or I think he's, however he pronounced his name. Yeah. But that Andrew Shinney dominated the Celtic team. The dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. He gets stuck in the day as well, didn't he? Yeah, he came to Queen of the South last year in the Championship. So... That's what I mean. The people are going around at the team, are, and I understand that it's a new team, and there's players that have played there and have played together in that. But you've got players like a Yeti in that. I mean, he's on their wages in the Hill Livingston club as a whole. <laughs> I mean, Celtic had more than enough players out there. They're international experience in that, whether they played together or no. Like, yeah, good players can play with each other, and that's it. I mean, James McCarthy, like you say, I kind of agree. Like he's been wrapped in cotton wool and just thrown into a garbage pitch into playing against Livingston, but. Like I was happy when he signed, but the day he was dire, the day like yeah, that second half especially. Like, like the whole team was tired. We couldn't even get a pass going. Mark. The whole team couldn't even get a pass today. But you well know about the Livingston pitch. Yeah, uh, even it was actually a Celtic stream. It was a Celtic TV stream. I watched on. Tom Boyd was talking about it, and they they wee black rubber pellets. It was going mm-hmm. to. I thought they were illegal on pitches now. There was a rumor that they used like they um. Cancer energetic That's right, yeah. or however as you pronounce that. I, 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 I don't yeah, I thought you kinda of had to have a kind of a stand of it, no Mark or something like that, didn't you? Oh, like Livingston still yeah. black black rubbery pellet kind of things and you could at certain bits you could see them kicking up. But I mean I'm not again, I'm not using using it as an excuse to make you but that pitch is atrocious, isn't it, for a top level league. Yeah, I well, Sorry, I'm just trying to speak in the chat and that as well because Ra- Rab's been on the, clearly on the fist like this. So, <laughs> so right, mean, just go to the Shinny, chat. Shinny, Shinny didn't dominate the team because they had 21% possession in seven shots, so that means that he didn't dominate anything. So, I mean, every time the bar went up to the guy, he won everything. You know what I mean? Like, like that's even near the end of the game. But yeah, we're going down to... What, like, what, and I can see what Rab was saying. Like, they were still only had 20%... 21%, 21% possession, 7 start shots and goal, 4 target, but they still, those shots was to me the best shots marked that were in the, in the game, do you know what I mean? They were still the one shot that actually got in goal, do you mean? They took out of their 4 chances, they got 1, only for Joe Hart, kept staves out, Mark, do you know what I mean? To be fair as well, their goal. You know, but the question mark is, like, I said to go and struggle with Andrew's system to break down like like last season, Mark. We like we, we see said to can't break down this different uh, twelve men behind it, eleven men behind the ball. It's like it's just there, Mark. Livingston at once they had seven across that back line. Like, like you do think that maybe signing Jackal gives Ange that different maybe Andrew Twinkie system a bit. He's correct, he never did it, or he never tweaked his system. But the fact that he's signed the physical uh, presence down, does he actually maybe and sees that he's a football man, that he needs a physical forward? No, I just think that they bought the guy because he's a good player. Like, I don't think they bought him because, like, based on seeing the guy in the Eredivisie last season, I mean, he's a, 
he's totally different to anything we've got now. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. He can do everything. He's quick. He's strong. He's... The only thing that's annoyed me with that whole situation with him, because um, I said obviously months ago I wanted him to sign him, but the fact that he said the professional football player has not kept himself remotely. I understand that he's not kept himself fit, but you still think he would be training and like I expected him to come in and be there or there a bit ready to go. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think he was going to be that far off the pace. That took weeks and weeks and weeks to like I expected to see him at least on the bench the day. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a kinda well I'm gonna to, to say then Gerana if it she get flung right in it depends on it I but but with certain players it does seem to be away for levels of fitness. What you're saying, Mikey, you'd expect profe- professional players, even if they're leaving clubs out of contract levels, but you'd expect them to be at a, a certain level of fitness that it would only take them a week or two to get back up to being back on where a man is where they may be. Like I said, um, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of games coming up that are must, must win, and people say oh, it's still early in the season, but like you say, whether it's six games or 30 games, the league table doesn't allow you. And six games in, we've only won three games. And I can't remember a start to a season in bad in the league. Also the people can tell me. I don't know, the last time we started six games in and we've lost three games. So I think, so. Mark, that is, is that under the pressure, Mark, from, from maybe Celtic fans that look, three games in, we, we, we lost three, don't we, we only want three, like it's, we haven't won away from the league. Is is pressure not going to take pressure? But it's going to take responsibility. Or going to take at least some of the responsibility for it. But I wouldn't say he's under any kind of pressure. But it's just. I mean, again, Paul, it's just a game that Celtic. We know that Celtic should be going there and putting in a better performance and should be capable of beating. But you have to well, I was just going to play devil's advocate here, and I I fully got trust in Postecoglou, and I think his team will come good, especially when we've got everybody fit. But I'm just looking at Aberdeen as well. They yes. played the same, and they're only they're a point behind us in seventh. That's they've no one in seven games, right? Aberdeen, and if you go in there, if you go in there Twitter yesterday at full time, go and look at their comments on Stephen Glass. That was just the point at the start of the season. Aberdeen's wanting him out already. And I'm not saying Celtic sports are calling because that would be stupid. Like it's been a massive overhaul at Celtic, but you just need to look at Aberdeen fans and what they think of their manager. But that's modern. That's modern football, now, Doctor Mike. Ain't it like you know? I mean, like football is about results. I mean, if oh, the you say Aberdeen, like I said, Aberdeen are up there in the league with Celtic and Rangers and that for kind of like how much mm-hmm. season tickets cost and that. Fans pay a lot of money and travel travel a lot. Like you say, to see that garbage on the pitch every other week. Eh? Aberdeen. Do you think of yourself as the third biggest club in Scotland? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I could argue all day, but, but they, they've kind of assumed that mantle because really it's on the back of Alex Ferguson's success with them. But as you say, Mikey, it costs a lot of money even like for staying out of Aberdeen and things like that. So they're paying to support their club. And, well, they're quite entitled to have a pop if that's a threat. Well, two, they've got two cure with an American, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, like I said, and that's a good question for Rob on the, on, the, on the thing he says. Where did everybody expect Celtic to be at this point in the season with the rebuild? I would have been, with the way the games have been played this year, Celtic should hey, be up there first or second easy. Say that as well. 
where the points drop for like Rangers dropping points to date Motherwell and everything. Dundee, uh, sorry, um, Hibs and Hearts dropping points again yesterday. Celtic should easily have 12 points plus. So, I mean, and that's the bare, bare minimum. So the fact that Celtic are finishing six is embarrassment for the club, especially with the amount of money. I don't care about the rebuild, but I'm basing it on money spent alone and then wages spent on players. And the fact that they're sitting sixth in the league. I mean, I was at the Dundee Derby today and it's all in jeopardy, but I was getting the rip, the piss ripped at me, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I mean, like, the fact that Dundee United and everything in the head, like, and people say, oh, it's only six games, rebuild this, rebuild that. It's fucking embarrassing. So, I mean, it's just a dire, honestly. And, like, see, what Leverkusen again, and I'm not looking forward to that game either. Eh? Mm-hmm. That game coming up, what's that, a week on Thursday? I like, like so, I mean, they're really, they're, like, if people thought Betis were a good side. Mm-hmm. Like Leverkusen are again a level up here. And obviously at Parkhead I always feel like you've got a chance of getting to anybody but like, the, the next the next thing I want to bring up there and, and Brian has in the light chat and I have in my notes as well in my notes as well, Mark, is that you have to question Ange's decision today to bring Bonangoli into that starting lineup when he hasn't featured in pre season arting. Like what was he thinking there? Like when when we see Montgomery playing there and be fair to Montgomery, he hasn't done but, 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 scales. Scales of it, but him. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would think scales would be better than Bongoli, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm saying players have come in, and it seems to be taking a bit too, a, so, a bit too long to get up to match fitness. This guy's been playing football. He's been playing every week. Exactly. Celtic, sir. I don't see why a game like the day was the ideal for him. I'm stuck. And do you know what the best thing is, Mark? And Mickey, you said as well before that on the podcast as well, I think, it's not fit enough for the bench. You're fit enough to play. And that's what was it. We, we were talking about ball and goalie right back at the start when they were playing loads of players out of position and how you wasn't getting a game and everything and that. Then you bought Skills, who's been the best player to come out of Ireland in the last five, six years. Mm-hmm. That's been playing in the Europa League and that for Charlotte yeah. Rovers. And done well, Mickey, and, yeah. and you saw it well. in that. Yeah. And, and but can I get a game against right, and this isn't a disrespecting to Lomaston or that because no, I've obviously got the knack against Celtic but the fact that you you played ball and goalie over Montgomery and Scales that's concerning like yeah like Shamrock Rovers would uh, would wipe the pack of uh, Livingston Mark do you know what I mean they're, 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 they're when we when we signed Scales I was going on about Teams that he'd be capable of playing against in in the SBL, like and, and you look at Livingston staff today before the set the game, they haven't won one game, like you know what I mean? They lost one, they drew four. Like Scales is more than capable of coming, in. and he would have gone up and down that line. Do you know what I mean? Would be making. See, even when you look at it like that, Paul, that makes it even worse. Than worse. You that makes it worse, man. That's what made it worse. Man. I had that my nose that Livingston haven't won a game, yes, and still in all, they. they they contained Celtic. They they didn't look under pressure by Celtic. Do you know it was? But I I would say it was a comfortable they were, game. They were comfortable. Yeah. They were. See, all right, they got their goal, and that was it. I mean, somebody in the live chat just said it. Anti the worst anti football I've seen. It was. It was. It was. I mean, their tactics and their their wee sneaky time wasting things and all that. It was really really pathetic to be honest. But. 
once they get that goal, they just shut up shop with numbers, and we, that was it. We just couldn't find our way through. But does the, does that mark then like? Do we then have to maybe question Ange Mark that he doesn't change tactics, Mark, to break down this team? Because we were this time last year, Mark, we were critical of Lennon because he could break down this team because he had no game B B plan to break down these teams. Do you know like do we do we shift on to Ange? I know it's hard, yeah. Especially when you don't have snow on the bench, but Aye. but 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 the question is, Mark, if if Jack goes fish and and if we have three different uh, defenders and stuff, and if we still can't break it down, and if he still doesn't change, Mark, then I think the the questions need to become under Andrew's system, don't they? I I I get what you're saying, Paul, but for me again, it was she like a player like Kyogo. For me, he brings you that kind of space. <coughs> That'd be kind of urgency or something like this. I think he just yeah. That'd be kind of spark. That'd be kind of spark. It was it'd be like Lubo. You know what I mean? When Celtic years ago were playing against teams camped in their box, you could rely on Lubo to get a, to, to a wee bit of magic to get by for once in the games. You know what I mean? And that was all you needed. So it's hard to say whether it's the system or not because I mean, what else can you do if they'll get seven men across a back line? How I I was obviously watching the How slow is the midfield? Like, uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody else agrees or has been said that because it was a bit late coming on. But this surely, like, say Stevie Wonder can see that Turnbull and Roger kind of playing the same team. Mhm. Oh, we were saying they're the team. Myself, Mark, we said that. Your podcast, me. Like that, you'll be missing. Like you said, we'd be saying like yeah. they're they're too similar. They they think the same way. Do you know what I mean? They they just don't they don't give the. No benefits play the two of them together because one they don't do no high press for you, or they don't track back to the help out the, the midfield. I don't know why yeah. he's persistent in playing two of them together, Mikey. Yeah, I just it's either one agree. or the other. Yeah, I just totally agree with Liam in the chat, like regarding Postecoglou, because I was just like saying, I'll be the first. This people deserve plaudits when they deserve it, but the manager does need to be questioned there. Um, like he says, percent he needs to be. A lot of people. A lot of people think that he can't do no wrong in that. He's just thin because he love the style of football and that today. But I don't care what anybody says, and they say that already. But that was an absolute disgrace today. This performance is, is today's performance, Mikey, is worse than the Hearts game that you predicted that we would lose because we weren't ready. But now we, the fact that we have good games on the and 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 you see this performance just makes it even worse, don't it? And I agree with like Lawrence's tactics and what Mark's saying regarding that, but. You've got to respect it as well to a degree because that's their, can that's their, that is their style. That's what the bottom teams do. That, yeah, that's what they do to get their points. Yeah, that's what they do to get points. Like you know, it's always tougher to play against the team. I think it's always tougher to play against the team down the bottom of the league, Mark. That are scraping for points because they'll do the dirty, the dirty game, or like we saw today, tight base and stuff like that. But you have to rise above that, Mark. You know what I mean? And that's what said they didn't do, did it? You know. The referee, because you stepped in a few times and pulled them up about it, because it was obvious what they were doing, and even doing injured, nothing, nothing had happened to them. The goalkeeper went down injured, and nobody had been near him. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just a bit of sewer grapes, but I thought I did. I think the ref had a bit of an all-round stinker, and I'm not using that as an excuse for Celtic getting beat. I just, I don't think he... Uh, what you said earlier, Paul, he didn't aid the game flowing in any way, kind of, mm-hmm. just, it was stop, start, stop, start, and that stop Celtic getting any kind of momentum uh, up running. So, Mark, 
we were just talking about skills there and um, Andrew just come out there on Celtic TV and he says, uh, Liam Scala isn't just quite ready to defeat you for the hopes at the moment. Uh, I thought he would have got some minutes on the on the game today, but I was very happy with uh, Bonangoli's performance today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, he also said that uh, he slammed the players of uh, the, the way they were playing. They were too slow. They were passing back side to side too many times. They were passing back the ball too many times. They were too square-backed. So, in saying that, Mark, do we, do, do we question the players here, Mark? So, because uh, are, are these players still reverting themselves the way they were last season that uh, they're, they're not able to... To implement the Andrew system as a squad as a whole, Mark, we see we see the effects of Andrew system when we had a full full squad, right? Now we're depleted with injuries, so we're looking at the whole squad at the moment, right? And the players that came in today are these players not good enough for Andrew's system, and that maybe Ange still needs to move on a lot of these players. Hey, that's a bit of a tough one, to honest, Paul. But this is going by what he's saying, Mark. He's saying that. The players on the pitch today weren't able to implement the, the way I play. You know, but he said there, Mark, that these players really aren't good enough, didn't he? Well, you know, that's, case, that's really kind of what he's saying here, Mark, that they weren't able to implement the fast uh, attacking football. They said we, we were passing the ball side to side too much. We were passing the ball back to back too much. So I'm just seeing it's like what these players are doing. Like they're, they're, they're not fucking putting in the Andrew system or what we call it, the Andrew ball that they're not. So that's things so Mark, that these players that are on the pitch they aren't good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, but half these players are we saying, so what players are they, Mark? Is it a Yessi? Is it Tombin? Is it Roderick? Do you know what I mean? The players that have been there are not good enough? They deserve, they deserve to be anyway, like criticised anyway. Mm-hmm. See, everybody loves it when they get play a good game and then they're praised and this, that and the next thing. But Truth to watch, Mike, when it works. But if it doesn't work, it's shocking. Because that's what, like, people says, oh, we've been away in Europe and they come back and there's a bit of a lull feeling and the thing when you go and play in the league and that. That's what you get paid the big money for, these players, and that to actually 
be able to put up with that pressure and be able to play he's that. Like, that's why like these players want to come and play York, Mikey. Do you know what I mean? They want to play in these big games. They should be. I didn't know this about European hangovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I either die. They make it out as if they're travelling to the... They, fair dues, now and again Celtic, they travel to the back of beyond. But these players, it's not as if they're sitting in a, an easy jet flight with their knees round their ears flying out to Spain the other night. But they will have to play... A lot of these players will have to play three games in one week in international level. Yeah, play, it's like people... Somebody on the forum brought up the other week about... Oh, we've, we've got, like, travelling to Aberdeen after a European game or travelling... Celtic fans moan about us travelling and that and then you get in right but oh they want to join like the English League or the Premier League You've more travelling there imagine you're a Newcastle fan you're travelling down to London mm-hmm. London for a Chelsea match on the Wednesday down to London the following week for a match against Arsenal do you get what I mean it's just I'd more than likely Mark Dowd on the Newcastle club bus driving down there but it's just I just don't buy into all this European hangover stuff and that. You never hear him Bayern Munich. Do you get what I mean? You never hear that game talking about things like that. Just uh, mm-hmm. buy into that at all. Uh, Bayern Munich pumped Barcelona three nothing on Wednesday. Then went be Bochum six nothing last night or seven nothing. So no, it's the uh, aye. I mean, if, if that's a hangover, then it's, I'll hate every day then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, so. But what could we? Who do we, what, what do we play today, Mikey? Like, like, where did it go wrong? Like, do, 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 do we look at Ange? Do we look at the players? Do, 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 does, does the whole coach and stuff come into question here or what? The players, it was, it was pain. Unless my um, stream was really bad. I'm, it's so slow. Like, they just wouldn't have worked in the bar enough face to side. Like, it was so predictable. Like, it was like, it was, it was a carbon copy of what was happening under Lennon and that, like, and Lennon got pelters and that for and even Kennedy when he took over, it was just exactly the same. There was just nothing, it was just too slow. It was easy for Lennon to defend at the day, because they seen what was coming. I, I have a theory that Kennedy told Ange to slow the game down, that that's how you beat Livingston past the ball side to side. <laughs> just laugh at my own job, Tim. <laughs> But it was, man, it's going to what, it, it was just shocking today, wasn't it? it really, that was as bad, no, I saw a Celtic team on the Ange so far, it was, it was definitely the worst performance. Like, we we praised them for commitment against um, uh, freaking Beachland, we praised them getting through to the Europa League, the commitment there that the team they had, but today, like, it was a total opposite, wasn't it? Aye, uh, is it a pedestrian? That's what Mikey's saying. It was, it was that slow, and predictable, and it was. I mean, really, she's the only one that I kind of any kind of urgency about them is we Yota. I thought he, I thought he was trying. Mm-hmm. Every time he got the boy, he was trying to get something going, but again, it just it didn't work out for him. But that's what I'm talking about. We need a player that, for that weekend, a spark pole that can do the unexpected and help break these teams down. But the, like he says, Livingston, Livingston fully deserved that, that win today. And that's, for me, that's the hard part, Paul. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we can't say we were unlucky, it was down to luck. It was just down to a terrible performance across the team. And what noise means, you can't base it on just like, looking at a graph and seeing some one team's had 16 shots and somebody's had six or five or whatever. Maybe you can argue that Livingston could have won three nothing today, mm-hmm. because they had the better chances. Whether it was sixteen shots or not, 
other than two, I would say one really top safe a yeti into the bottom corner that he turned past the post. Like you say, they could have been, could have been two or three. Uh, then, 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 what do you take away from? I mean, one hand's bad enough, but like you say, it's got what's the next game now? Race to Rovers, is it? Rovers, aye. You're just going to park the bus there. That's a must-win game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so we're laughing, but I mean, stranger things have happened in the past as we know. Well, it could be, man. What I mean, like we see Tony Mowbray getting the getting the sack over. Was it he lost against Inverness back? But all those years back, was it St. Mir? Was it he lost against you? Yeah, that was like four nine, was it? Yeah. Do, do you know? Well, like this. My dad still talks about it. I think it was 94 or 95, maybe somebody a bit older can tell me, when they got Betfair Race Rovers in the Coca-Cola Cup. I, I can mind you that. That was, uh, that was unbelievable. But my dad still talks about that Gordon DL to this day and how much he kind of stand the guy. Like, uh, <laughs> and he still talks about that because like, was, that was one of the games like, oh, that, this is just going to be a walkover, easy, easy game. And that's what I mean. Though. Just, like you, say, you just never know eh? Like it says, and uh, I, I'm be genuinely like shocked. As long as Ange doesn't take them to um to uh, what would you say lightly? Yeah, lightly because there's no a lot of diddy teams about now. Like yeah, uh, I mean, Livingston are still a professional team. So as long as he respects them, then but uh, that is a must. <laughs> that is a must win game on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Game as well. Yeah, so we'd we'd do kind of everything. Know what I mean? I'd actually, I'd actually in hospital. I mean, the first leg I get called off in the like half an hour before the game because a bit of the roof had blew down with a, with a, like storms that weekend. And me and my mate were walking down towards the ground, and we actually that's where we actually heard the game being called off. And then that was in the Saturday, and then I think it was in the Monday. I actually didn't have work. And they replayed the game, and I, I thought it was the drugs I was over in the hospital. I couldn't believe what I was seeing in that when we get put out of Inverness Cali Thistle. Yeah, but I mean, but this is what happens, like you say, and I fully expect Celtic to, I mean, especially after that result of this, I expect, I'm expecting like high goals on Thursday, like yeah. How long is Kyle out for? No, I've been totally like you said. We're not going. We're not going to see Kyogre. I think till realistically, maybe the first week in October. Yeah, that's a disaster. But you shouldn't need to depend on one player. But he's been a revelation since he's came. Like you said, for like, I mean, nearly a month now or whatever it's been. I've been totally, or mm-hmm. felt like I've been totally at the game. And I'm just starting to come back and like actually like see what's going on in that. And I didn't even kind of was injured there. Yeah, but that's going to the, like you're looking at that too, Mikey. Right, but then you have. At the moment, we only have one fixed striker in the Yeti, and it's going back to you buying, you saying, said goodbye players who are not fit and they're not quite ready for the first team. Now, what is fit these days? Do you know what I mean? You know, surely, uh, as we're saying, they're like they, they, they've been keeping fit within their clubs, even if they haven't been playing or been suspended. They're still going to be doing training and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Get a few games under your belt is the only way I think is getting your match fitness up. I mean, Gaines has been playing week in and week out for Shamrock Rovers. Do you know he is I'm, fit? Like you know, I'm kind of hoping for uh, like uh, the, the goalkeeper and goal for Dundee United that Benjamin Seagrass. That was his first game back. He was meant to be out till after Christmas, 
and I sold up to say the game with Jonas telling us that oh no nah, he's out till Christmas and then all of a sudden he's in the starting eleven today because he's meant to have ligament damage so hopefully there's a bit of Kyogo injury like that like hopefully like say he's back sooner rather than. I think it depends on the player as well. Yeah, it depends on the player himself, like how how fast he kind of reacts to treatment and, and physio and stuff like that, you know? Jack will be playing if he was still at the Dutch team. It will pop up like Mark, he probably would be at. Yeah, that's a, 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 like you say, I can't quite understand why players' uh, skills, like why they've been playing football and whatever, but they're no fit to play for us, you know? That's well, a, I'm playing what, because this is how we, we, I think we, we talked about this a bit last season when we were putting players out on loan or selling players and the clubs they were going to were saying the, the fitness is shocking or they're, they're not just scratch. And it's like we're doing the same now. <laughs> like the players that are coming in, are they're not fit enough for us now. <laughs> so you still again, what to believe what's going on? Like the boys' skills, even playing in the League of Ireland, surely. We can, we can, uh, that league is still gone. Like, that's what I can't understand, Mark. Surely. You know what I mean? Good enough to have got like half an hour a day. Maybe he's going to try and tell me that Shamrock, so- Shamrock Rovers are worse than Livingston. No, Paul, mm-hmm. that earlier on as well. Aye, aye. Because I would. They would probably beat Livingston. He would give us a different option today, Mark. Out in the wings and stuff like that because. Except you, he's a big physical guy. Yeah, we, 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 they, they play a high ball, Mark, and he was there like six foot four, Mark, as a winger. Like, you know I mean, that's a. That's a target man there for you. And this I can this I can hit the ball as well as, as, as good as his feet like. You know what I mean? I just it just baffles me, Mark, why why people are uh as he said, they're like Jacko would have been playing for uh in the Dutch league. No, if he was playing if he if he was the, the, maybe the Dutch he'd be playing. Scales would probably be playing for Shamrock Rovers last night if he was still there, do you know what I mean? You know, it just baffles me like that. Why aren't these pairs does Ange have a different fitness fitness levels marked that he wants? Maybe they're not they're, up to scratch with us. Yeah, you're saying about but Ange changed his system, his system, but they maybe not change his system as such, but they're saying skills is six foot four. We're struggling to break down this defence today. They're playing with a, <laughs> men is their bad life. That's what he said, Mark. That's, that's, we're relying on set pieces. Do you get what I mean? So get a Six foot four on it and give you something to aim at when you're getting when you are getting a corner or a free kick to put into the box. But that's what I just said. That's why I said, Mark, be, be, before Mickey came on, is Ange uh, bold enough to go against his own system and change it to bring on a player like Scales and rectify that we need a physical player because you could see clearly that Celtic were getting brushed aside that any challenge like shoulder or anything, all players went down. They're they're, they're too nice. Bringing him, bringing him on. You says he can play anywhere up up that left hand side. So mm-hmm. bringing him on to play in the left or left. Yeah. I, I'm, I, right, he's on the park. It's not changing his system, but he's gaining well, six foot. Different option. Yeah. <clears throat> set pieces. Which Angel a- Angel soon realise that if he doesn't start changing things to try and get a result and the, the pressure that he's away to go and be under like this. He'll sit because you're not going to try and solve it. Every every there's always got to be a plan B because every every team plays different. So I mean, like Aber like Aberdeen for example, or Hibs or Hearts, they're not going to put seven and eight behind the bar at him. So I mean, like there's no chance. Like Livingston and Livingston have played that tactic ever since they've came up. They played it in the Championship. They played it in the that's their tactic. That's it. 
I don't think any other team in the league that plays seven to eight behind the bus. So you need to hear a different tactic for the games. Mm-hmm. And you can't play the same way. It's never going to work. You've got to hear a plan B, C, D, E. Then, like, sc- like scales, for, like, I don't care what everybody else felt today, but when the, the, the corners coming in and crosses coming in, I never felt like one we were going to score for a corner or cross. No, today. no. Uh, Brian makes a good point there, Mark. The line shot there. Mickey Johnson's been out injured for months. Right? Gets game time on a plastic pitch. And scares is probably fish and don't even get a sniff. Like I mean, that's gone. I I don't know, Mark. I I I'm just saying it here. Like and I I think I think there is something there, Mark. That Kennedy's maybe saying something to Ange about these players. It has to be, Mark. It has to be, boy. Because if you're Ange's sister, Mark, and, and stuff like that, you bring on your new players to see what your new players can do. Surely, do you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know, Paul. <laughs> I know you've just got a beat. Well, no, I'm not, it's, not, it's not an opinion about Kennedy, but it's the same. But you've seen these substitutions that I've seen. Finish, really? finish. You never mentioned John Kennedy when things are going well or when Celtic won. I told you if things go bad, as I would. Is anything, anything that goes bad at Celtic, that's you. You blame John Kennedy. Mm-hmm. You're bullying him. You're but what I said... Driver bullying the guy, Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he listened to Kennedy and Strachan about the plastic pitch because he said he didn't have experience on playing on plastics pitch. There's cross on Ange. About, it's about a weird thing to come up with as well, but into I mean, I know it's a different surface, but football's still football. Into it's about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what he could have meant with that. I don't, I really I don't, don't know. Does they ever ever play in a plastic pitch, Mark, over in Japan? Like as he said there, like and I think, Mike, you watch a lot of football as well across the across the world and stuff like that. And Yoris would know, like and stuff like that as well. There's not many plastic pitches in a top level league around the world, is there? It's uh, it's Scandinavia no. in that's got a lot, but the reason that they've not got it because they use it to rent out and that they've literally got to because the winters are what nine months one. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the like clubs in the top divisions have all got plastic pitches, but that's just purely because they can't hear graph there. Well, and in fact, this I mean, I I personally believe in a professional football there shouldn't be any plastic pitches at all. I think it's a disgrace. But Celtic never got bit today because of the plastic pitch. They got bit because of a push, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh no! Um, wasn't it? I totally agree with you, Mikey. That you can't use your pitch as an excuse. So I mean, like the best teams are playing on it. It's, it's a dire. I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's not a dire pitch. I'm just saying that Celtic were were dire the day. So I mean, what's happened to Sorrow, by the way? Even like when he came on day, sometimes passing and everything and that. Has he got to blast the band to everybody as well? By the way, he <laughs> it takes people's feet off when he puts the band to them. Eh? It was just like it says, like. A, I don't know, because obviously, the, I don't know if anybody watched the Dundee Derby today on the TV or that, but the guy in the middle of the pitch that I mentioned at the start of the year, that Jean Doe Fuchs, mm-hmm. that's was, was the first time that I've seen him live, like the day. What a player he is. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, now I understand how he's in the Cameroon team and that, like, uh, what a player he is in the middle of the pitch. Celtic, Celtic surely, have got to be scouting that guy. And the boy Kerr Smith as well, the 16-year-old that we were talking about. He started at right back today when he's a centre back. He came off injured. What a player he is. That's him. I understand now why Man United and that are all wanting him. Eh? 
he's only just turned 16, like, but what a player he is, like, yeah. That, the first guy you mentioned, that fucks me, Keg. Yeah. And before that, I watched that game in a TT about him, and we were talking on the phone, and I thought, aye, he's a cracking player, him. And, like, it was good, good seeing well. Because where I was, like, Charlie Mulgrew that day, like, the, the tackle that like, he made in the last minute. I mean, certainly did with him, brought him in for a season, eh? Who would have done a turn for us this year? He probably he would have. He's so good. Like, if it's 35, I know, like, yeah, like, some of the tackles he put in the day and that, like, like, honestly, like I said, it was just good to see a live game of football, but it's obviously I'm sitting there as a board, like, obviously the one United win for Jonas and that, but it, it didn't really make much difference to me. Came I won. I was hoping Griffiths and that maybe got a goal as well, but just watching, like, say, something like, the, it was just, it was just, like, like that, that fuke's in the middle of the pitch. Like, like, he's, he's even better than what I thought he was. Like, he got, he got man in the match and that the day. But, um, yeah, I don't know if anybody else in chat watched that game today, but it wasn't the greatest game football-wise, but... I assume you on the lap. Eh, but that, I mean, but we're, talk, we're talking about saying guys like that, Lewis Ferguson, you know, I mean, that folks, he'd cost a lot less than probably Lewis Ferguson would. I, I, I'm, like, I'm just going on, just watching the guy, obviously I've seen folks more than... Ferguson really all in because obviously I watched the games with Jonas and that. If I was to pick out the two, I'd go with the wee guy Fuchs. But maybe a lot of the guys would go with it. Again, it's just it's all about opinions there. And he would cost a hell of a lot. Well, he didn't last year his contract as well. Jesus. United only gave him a two year deal, so this is a mini last year. But keep my eye on it. For what I've seen him make it a good addition to the squad, definitely. He was a surprise when he signed for United with his pedigree he had even at a young age. But um, he's obviously went there to get his career back in so he's only young. He's only 22. Like a stepping stone kind of a thing, Mikey, was it? Like, just again. Probably, like we talked about before with Jonas and we'll probably get, you'll probably want Jonas on again soon. And he'll yeah. Like, United just now, like he says, that's the first time they've been back there in years, well, a few years now. And the stadiums in the up left have like, unveiled the statue of Jim McLean last night in that. Well, that and they're just a the club that's they're like they're gonna you're on the right. Ah, yeah. yeah they're like we've talked about it Mark like he says you like he says obviously back in the it was the eighties and that with Jim McLean that with Davy Neri and that. Aye, it's just good it's good like he says obviously me living here for the last for well, thirty four years now it's good to see the club back. And it's just like say, it's just good to it was just good today, like you say, just to get to get to a game, a game of football, like you say, and just just watch it. But mm-hmm. it was a bit of a problem because Jonas is like me with Aki's Mikey. I like yeah. Aki's doing well just because of my local team. But again, just the way everybody used to slag them off about their pitching, that I felt the exact same way that way. But I used to enjoy Aki's. You know, what I mean, doing well being in the Premier League and that, sir. Yeah, it's good for it's just, it gives a kind of full place a bit of lift when the when the football team is doing well. Mm-hmm. Again, I say obviously we'll want to go back to Celtic, but just before we get back to that, Griffiths is in for a world of pain this year, like this. Uh, I imagine like, it will be. I mean, like I just obviously I wasn't too happy with some of the the chanting in that the day, but I can yeah, obviously put it. Mickey, was it yeah? Well, you, you can what chants like you say if people watched again, and can, it was obvious what was going to happen there. Eh? Can, like regarding the chance and some of them I thought was a bit much but I was maybe just because it was a derby and that was it but I, that's I think that's going to Griffith 
I'll need to be mentally strong this year, like uh, with some of the stuff that's going to come easier. Like, uh, he looked a bit overweight today, if I'm being honest. Like, playing up front in the day, like, he never really touched the bar much in that. Just a set of basic shares, he looked a bit heavy to me, like, uh, looked a bit chubby. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, hopefully, like I said, I'm, obviously he's left Celtic and that now, and he's, he'll probably never be back because he's in his last year, but I still hope that he has a good year. I still I, I still like the guy, yeah, I think he's still a good player, so hopefully, like I said, he's still as well for them, yeah, but you'll need to sh- loss at least a half a stone, I think, maybe more. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, before we we leave the disappointment of, of today and move on to the new Celtic uh, company secretary, uh, like you, you said there that you're only as good as your, as your last game and the table doesn't lie. Celtic are line six. Uh, we're only having nine points out of uh, out of six games. Uh, we played three. We lost three. If results don't improve, when can you see maybe Celtic fans, as you said, Aberdeen fans are turning on glass already. When can you see the Celtic fans maybe turning on, on Ange if results don't improve? I don't think he's like he says. People might think him, um, but it's got to be the next, the next four games are crucial. Like uh, I would say, like I, I don't think any more than that. I don't think what anybody else is feeling in that. Like, but he says well bet for Hearts. I still think we were well. I don't care about the stats. I still think we were well bet today. Mm-hmm. Rangers again. That could have went either way, but again, so bet for you. <laughs> Let's look, so. look at the matches. Look, we have the, the qualifying of the Scottish League Cup against Wraith Rovers uh, this this Thursday. Then we have uh, Dundee United at home. Uh, we've Leverkusen away at home. Sorry, at home. Then we've Aberdeen. Then we've Motherwell away. Like there's 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 there's, there's two tough away games in there. And, and considering we haven't won in February, Mark, like there's there's tough games still coming up in the league. Cause there is tough games this this year in the league. Considering we've likes of Hartspark, you've, you've Aberdeen still there, you've Dundee United there. Like, the way Mickey is saying, Mark, against uh, Dundee United, like, it's not going to be an easy game either, I think. No, there's some tough games here, but hopefully we've got players coming back, Paul. We can, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, we can get our, our first choice team on the park. I think Callum's going to be back by Thursday, going by Andrew's report that he might go. He, I'm just, he, I, on Callum again, I'm just. Glad now people because there's obviously some sell sports that are like oh I want him sell and he's not as good as whatever he thinks and this that and next I'm just glad it's quite evident in the last two games especially how good he is uh. mm-hmm. like how I can't like Kyogo oh, okay, we spoke about that before yeah. I, McGregor could play for any team anywhere I, I agree like I said I think he is that good in Kyogo it's, it's massive miss but McGregor in the middle of the pitch. I think if McGregor comes back into this team, uh, that McCarthy still needs to play there with him, and maybe Tonnell or Logic needs to come over. I think we need McGregor in a more advanced role, you know, to bring a bit of a, a bit of knowledge to, do you know what I mean, to, to that, because to, to, the Tonnell's just not doing it for me at the moment. I know one of his only just not, just not doing it for me at the moment. I'd love to see that Kyogo and Jack and Marcus up, up top together. Mm-hmm. Play I get. Obviously, you're going to play the four three three. And maybe Kyogo they're going to keep on the left in that, but got Turnbull and Roger, you don't need to dip in there. I would like to hear Jack on or something. Eh? Definitely, because like, when McGregor comes in, Mark, do we see maybe McCarthy slipping back or McGregor into that deeper? I would hope not. I would hope that maybe it's Roger or, 
or Tomlin made to come out to see what McGregor can do up front. It maybe it maybe change Ange's mind that he needs McGregor up there, don't you? Do you know? Well, McCarthy, I said it earlier, Paul. It's got to, for me, it's going to be McCarthy, McGregor, and either off Turnbull. Or yeah. Mike. But see what Mikey's saying there as well. I, I don't. I don't fancy Kyogre in the left, Mikey. I don't. Yeah, I just think he's got, he just seems to be putting him there for And I, I've, I've said that, I don't know if you were maybe no well on that mean Barry. Say behind him. It. It's like playing like Kyogo, like your number 10 kind of role. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. put him in there, as you say, with Big Jack walk first. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like you say, because you've got that Yota and Abada. Abada's been pretty fish, I think, really, the last few games. Uh. I've noticed about myself and Mark was saying it's like uh, Abada recently, Michael, seems to be cutting in a lot. He doesn't seem to be running to the... You know, do you think maybe Mark that is because there's a lack of movement in the in the box at the moment that Abada knows he's because this is not going to be known in there? I don't know, Paul. Because we saw that today. No. The cross is going into the box, there was no one in there, do you know? For me, that's for me that's the manager's plan. If he's coming mm-hmm. inside, for me that's Ange just tell him to do that. Yeah, maybe Ange knows that we have a lack of forward players. Like like the system really, I would say the system, but the way we play has really changed since Kyogre's came out of that team. There's no space there. You say that the the team is moving around. Do you know what I mean? There's there's no there's no there's no movement like. We we run about rotating back, so I mean, Kyogre could be on the right, about that could be in the centre, do you know what I mean? You know? Pen, wouldn't you, Kyogre? Yeah. Everything was up in that final third was going to Kyogre. Yeah, no. Team was just... See, too narrow or something, Mark, is it too narrow, I think? We're saying there earlier on about the amount of passing sideways and this and back for it. See, when Kyogre was in the team, he was making these runs. Runs, space, yeah. They were Tim with the runs or he was making space for other people to other get Yeah. I think it's just even Kyogo. As really, I mean, it's a big put on a player that's only been here for a couple of months. But well, he's a big last mark, isn't he? He's been a massive loss to the full kind of system of Angeball. Yeah, he was. That, that, that's it, Mark. He's, he's, he's the key. Like that you said, just to Angeball. Kyogo was the key to that working, I think. You know what I mean? You know, soon he comes back, hopefully the better. But look, we're moving on. And of course, the Celtic appointed new appointed new company secretary there. Chris Duffy has been appointed with Nixon acting as a CEO. A few names have been Ruben Mark has been Roman Varga has been linked to it. Has been uh, was this uh, Desmond's two sons have been linked to it. But the question please to put out, Mark. Should the new CEO come out now and say something about the club, the direction that he has planned for the short term, or what, well, what does he do? The thing is, is it puts the guy's name and got a point at Paul Sick, somebody did something. Just nothing. Just nothing. The thing about him, I, again, Paul, I don't, I'm not great. He worked with Nixon, did he, in that department, did he? I don't, I mean, I don't know how things go with how. <laughs> You need to have people in place in certain positions to be like a company, if you know what I mean. But I thought it was weird that we brought in somebody to replace Nicholson. Mm-hmm. That that's that the question mark, isn't it? Means for, for me, the, at least the short to, short to middle term, Paul, I think Nicholson's going to be doing the CEO job, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, surely he's got to come out and address the fans in some cap. I'm not meaning this to any day because we get beat the day. This is not to do with that, but... Surely he's got to come out and address what's went on way 
like, no, I'm not going to... I'm just want to know, Mark, like, what's the plan, like, have, the, have yeah. all these questions there? Too many geese are not there. Dominic's left, blah, 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 like, just go the party line. Dominic's left for personal reasons that um, we're not willing to discuss, whatever. This is, this is some of the changes that we're implementing. Dom had yeah. started this as he's, he's found out we're redeveloping Barrafield. And just give the fans like a bit of an idea of what the club's actually planning, what the way you're going forward. Because we all thought it was going to be a long-term deal with Mackay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholson's in, and as I'm saying, I'm, I think it's only going to be a short to middle-term appointment. But uh, even if it isn't, if it is the short to middle-term because like that's the big thing, like you know, you have to show these changes to the the company board or something like not the company board, Mark, the, the stock exchange. You need to make yes. It. So maybe so, maybe you can and not have a company secretary, so they just to get what I mean of just yeah. tacking boxes, Paul. Good off checking boxes, like so. There's big questions there, Mark. Like we we don't know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like. As you said there, Mike, I, I get you'd come in as well because you've been away since Dominic McCoy left and it was a bit of a shock to kind of everyone when he left because when he came in, Mark, we were promised everything. We were promised any changes in different departments. We were promised, like, uh, we did look at the youth section. I know Gordon Strachan was uh, at the match um, at John Week. Gordon Strachan was actually there. Did not job now, Paul, for five weeks. Yeah, so like we want to know, Mark, what changes are there? Do you mean what's coming? What's the plans? Uh, or do we have new plans? Or do you know, come up and tell us what's going on? Because they're on about saying the, the Celtic border come up and say, Mark, or oh, protest, there's no need for them and stuff like that. But and you wonder why there's protest then, Mark, by the likes of uh, the Jalafenian and Hall Group and, and uh, the Green Brigade. That's why there's protest, Mark, because we don't know what's happening. Behind the club, we don't know what's going on, and we don't know what direction Nicholson wants this club to go at the moment. You know, what other? I think that that's the concern. Is this? You're saying you don't know what direction Nicholson wants the club to go in. Let's face it, Paul. It's what direction Dermot Desmond to go in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, for me, it's time that, especially someone from the yeah. the actual fact that has changed that Mackay's left and as a new CEO, just come out and speak to the fans and let them know. And just in general, the things are out. at least tell us things are ticking out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Something. business as usual or something like that. Mikey, what was your take on that? Because I know you, you, you've been away with us for a while, but it was a bit of a shock, wasn't it? Well, if I, if I've been honest, um, and I didn't want to keep going on about how all I was to move on to both people, Mark's already heard all that over the last few weeks. But um, he, if I'm being brutally honest, see, other than the push notification from Sky Sports saying that Dominic Mackay's left. I can absolutely nothing. And it even came out how he's left. Or mm-hmm. like, was it, was it, it just rumours? I saw gossip and rumours in that. It was very, very, like I could, like when I read it, I thought it was just, I was just seeing things when I was that ill. And, but, like I couldn't, like, just when you think you're getting a bit of structure and heading in the right direction and, I mean, maybe, That'll probably not help the club probably morale either, will it? Like that kind of thing being dropped. And people say, well, he's only, he's got nothing to do with the playing staff or that. But we were talking about the start of the year. You've got to be structurally good from top to bottom. Eh? That can't be good for the club either, like you say. Like being in turmoil like that. Well, how long was he in the job? Five, six weeks? So, 32 days. 
And uh, I mean, we spoke about this as well, Mikey, when you were off, but the thing about it was with me was the, the process Celtic went through to appoint him. Why? Yeah, it was a long one, yeah. Flagged up that him and, him and Dermot Desmond didn't go on. It, it wasn't up to the job. Why was he not flagged up long before he was actually in the job for 72 days? He didn't like it. Crazy, bizarre situation. Because I'm not obviously comparing rugby, like some Scotland rugby to Celtic and that, but I mean, it's not like he was in a small wee job, eh? And he had a massive job within the, the Scottish rugby, eh? Aye. So there's, there's, I think there's obviously more to meet the eye, and obviously it'll be the same as. Well, we'll, we'll probably never ever find out the reasons, but like you say, I've seen there, I think Paul said there in the red that as well, Ramon Vega. I, I think he is well. Like sought after, is he? Aye, that he works in that kind of field. He mate. works in that yeah. business, and he was he was. Uh, really clever, eh? uh, so it's no. It sounds a bit far. See when you first kind of see the headline, where I'm in Vega wants Celtic CEO job. It sounds a bit far fetched, but when you look into it, he probably he's been yeah he's yeah he's because he's been working across kind of uh, roles in UEFA and everything on on kind of directive roles there and stuff like that. So. And plus, like, there's already a connection between himself and Desmond as well, Mark, where he's some being involved in the youth system, do you know what I mean? Aye. Yeah. Yeah, so I spoke about before, look who's running Ajax. Sandersar, yeah. Sandersar, he's the chief executive in Overmars, he's in charge of the, he's like mm-hmm. a footballer. I mean, guy played the right field, isn't he? They're football, they're, they're football men, Mark, making football decisions, and that's why I think... Uh, if, if you're not about Roman Roman Vargamark, he'd be a football man making football decisions for the football. Do you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, Paul, you can't imagine like Van der Sar's in charge running Ajax. Basically, you can't imagine Arthur Boric coming back there on Celtic. Jesus Christ! Every Rangers side be banned from Parkhead, wouldn't they? Or Rob Douglas or somebody like that. Mm. Just, you just see the name, you think, oh, but but so, I mean, it does Roman Vega. It seems a kind of good fit for the kind of job. Especially when he knows the club as well, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He, like he's played for the club, and he obviously still has the connection. Like I said, there, but he's, he's young son still playing there now and, and doing very well from what I hear on, on the lads on the the forum. You know, so like there's still questions uh, to really be answered. I, just go by what Mickey said there, Mark. Do you think maybe that could have his morale around Ange and, and his coaching staff and the first thing that. Board level still in turmoil at the moment. I don't know if it, I, mean, I don't know if it would affect us such, but well, anything negative obviously has got like a, a it does, yeah. Effect, a negative atmosphere, Mark, would have a negative effect around and even something like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, even some of the players that have just come in, there might be no affect them, but they might be certainly have thought to themselves, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit weird, man. Because obviously it's my cat done the. It's yeah, I signed for McCoy because of his vision or do you know where he wants the club to go but and or something like that, Max, you know what I mean? But even you know? young, I mean like a bad a young foreign lad coming in and then oh fuck wait you know, that guy's away after only only six weeks or that, what's going on here? I mean Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think it had any great effect, but the players will probably sit and say oh, there's something something no right somewhere. Somebody's peed somebody off. Mm-hmm. Right. Like say, um, something like you say to, geez, to leave after five. You, you, you really have. <laughs> I know you had COVID, but geez, but you really were isolated. But yeah, like five, geez. six, five, yeah. six weeks. 
um, Jesus, and a joke. It's, that's like there's something seriously wrong with it. Like, uh, like I, I think I read someplace. Um, it was what was it? Family, personal reasons, is it? That's what they said, Mikey. And everybody kind of get the impression. Someone was sick or something like that, Mark Bunter. An illness, maybe him or his wife or someone were sick. And that was one of the bit. Things were kind of sneaked out and drip fed to, to like all the wee kind of pet poodles in the media and things like that. And it kind of became a. For me, it, it was. Him and Dermot Desmond just clashed. Didn't seem to go on. I don't think Dermot Desmond thought he was up to the job. I just hope that Dermot Desmond isn't holding the club back. Eh? So was that was that Mackay maybe too forward thinking for his liking? Well, stop. Yeah. So some people say that Celtic want uh, they would say the kind of rules that were coming up was that the likes of uh, Ian Banker, David Desmond, and even Peter Lord came into the question mark that they weren't happy with uh, the vision that Dominic Mackay was, was recommended. That you must have told them this vision months ago, but Paul, mm-hmm. the real point is. You may say, don't Celtic hire this big fancy recruitment company, headhunting executives kind of mob, and they so do you get what I mean? They they found them basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not okay. Do imagine how many interviews they had to get that job? How many even having a meal with Dermot Desmond and Peter Wall and things like that? He went through to get that job, and it just so he must have spoke about his vision. I think he rubbed up something back the wrong way. Definitely. Yeah, got, yeah. I was just, what you said, Paul, there about uh, Ramon Vega's son. Is it no Rudy Vata's son that plays for Celtic? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Ramon, Ve- Ra- <laughs> Ramon Vega. Like, I know, I know. I got to mix no, up. I'm just playing on Vega, and I agree with what Rob says there. Like, he, he has meant to be a big ego, but I can get really get toss about his ego if he does the job right there. Eh? Again. It's of some need of some size of ego to be bigger than Peter Will. Okay, maybe that would be another clash though. Eh? That was another thing that was about Mike. We were talking. Clashed Peter Lowe, yeah. Oh, it was a case of, I think it was even... He didn't, he didn't ask him for advice or something like that, Mark, yeah? Imagine having somebody with the knowledge. It was basically the Mackay was told Peter Lowe's at the end of the phone if you need any advice on anything. And he says, all right, thanks very much. And then never phoned Peter Lowe. Oh, that's, that's meant to have, that was one of the kind of wee snippets that was sneaked out so I don't I, I mean you just say Mikey will probably never find out the actual 100% truth but it really is a, but it's amateurish isn't it yeah, well, that amateurish and you can't compare obviously rugby football different ways of things and that but Scottish rugby is in the best it's been in the last 20 years mm-hmm. when he, when, that's down to Mackay a lot of that's down to it like you say like you say I don't watch rugby, but I watch maybe the odd Six Nations game when they're playing against Sunderland and that. I can only go on the way they've been playing and results and that, and they're in the best place they've been in the last 20 years. And like you say, he's been running the show for how long there before he came to Celtic? A good few years anyway. So he's obviously did something right there. So, and like Robbie, what you just said, what you just said. You look at Robbie from the outside now, you're looking at Robbie now between football as a whole. You would say rugby's more professional because they have these caps. Uh, on wage limits and everything, Mark. Like, there's no player that's going to be on extra on wages either. You know, like you see football, they're like, like a hundred million for Greenish. There, it's, it's just ridiculous money. Like, you know, football is coming into a, a money market now. You know what I mean? To, just to buy an average player for a hundred million is, is is ridiculous. Like, 
We're going to get, we're going to get somebody in quick to replace mm. Mackay. Yeah, obviously I'm not, I'm not wanting them to jump into something that's just a quick fix. But like I say, they surely got. Again, it's getting back to this again. You surely need to hear plan B and C for it if if it wasn't going to work out. Yeah, I think that's what kind of what you're trying to say, Mark. Isn't it what's to come out and say what's going on? Or are we are we looking for a new CEO? Is is Nixon going to be the new CEO? Give us some clarity. Of what's kind of going on behind the club? Isn't this? You know. Oh, well, Mackay was out getting interviews in that case with like fan media, and yet Nicholson's but it's like two weeks maybe or something like that, and we've not even he's not even done an, an interview in the, the press or Celtic no. TV or nothing. I mean, yeah, I'm, just again we like a direct football head of recruitment. Are we any further forward getting these up? Yeah. And things like that. But obviously, Mark. That was one of the things as well, Paul. And she'd always say, we'll wait till transfer window shut and then we'll look at everything else. And yeah. that seemed to be. Was it then when they started looking at other things that Mackay and the vision. The dash ran to the start and stuff like that, yeah. The vision didn't fit in. It's again yeah. something that's just crazy. And we're, again, we're not, we don't know. We don't know if they're even looking for a. Because, chance. Mark, if, if, if you're looking at that, right? And if if we say Ange had an ally in, in Dominic McCoy and Dominic McCoy saw Ange's vision for what you're saying there, they went down to Rosa looking at different different departments like we know they were looking for the data and this man that was looking at data on, on players and stuff like that and maybe director of football. But if Ange doesn't get the backing of this this Celtic board who maybe I, I quote maybe that didn't back Dominic McCoy's vision Surely you can't say you 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 be safe to say like that and would walk as well if they don't back him or if they don't see his his way, don't he? Well, actually, see, see the uh, the actual impression I got, Paul, was that Jeremy Desmond was wasn't impressed enough with what man was planning. Mm-hmm. Amateurish, man. That's what I got. Yeah, it was amateurish. What this? I think that just again take your judgment out of gossip, rumours, and wee snippets you read. It was that Dermot Desmond was expecting mere fame, okay? So I think that could, I think that can only be a good thing for Ange, to be honest. And Ange said, and Ange said as well that he's been working a lot with Nicholson. Oh, these are just, and that he he knows Nicholson very well. He's worked a lot with him. So I think maybe Nicholson and, and Dermot Desmond had a, a more influence role with Ange than, than Dominic McKay did. You know, because that's what we're looking at that. Dominic McCoy was amateurish, Mark. Do you know what I mean? That that that, that seems to be the rumour that kind of that hung, hung around that he was amateurish, that he wasn't up to scratch. And then said that we're going, well, that's not going to work here. We don't do that. Do you know that's that's what kind of kind of came out, didn't this? You know. Well, it just it just it didn't impress Dermot Desmond, and I think it seems that Dermot Desmond got impression that he thought the job was going to be too big for him. It's just plans. Maybe we've seen the dance, but is that like him lost his ally? But if Dermot Desmond's turned around and it has said, look, I don't know, that's that's I'm looking for something more than that. I'm looking for better than that. That's only going to work out well for the, the actual football side. Paul. Mhm. Mhm. Lads, I think we leave it from there. Mikey, you've been away for a long time, right? Does anything else you want to come in and stay? I'm starting to get tired now. Eh? Let's see, we still. 
And you know, like what I did like the other day was when I played back the podcast and Mark was letting everybody kind of bit my fancy Mercedes. That was nice. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Even my mum, even my mum and that was laughing at that. Like, uh. <laughs> did you actually get a Mercedes? Did you? We built it. Uh, uh, Talking about treating yourself like you're sick, huh? <laughs> oh, I, I, to come up, this is the god's honest truth, right? His wife bought so, bought him it because she felt sorry for a wee special soul. She, yeah, she got love. So I was so I was stuck in the house. Obviously, Alan, I was just bored scrolling through my phone on the net and that. And no word I lie, I actually bought the car whilst totally bedridden and never even to help my missus or anything until the day I needed to go and pick it up and oh, she about killed me. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> the dog so, was there, Mikey, straight away. They were like, Jesus yeah, Christ, so. like, the joys of, of married life, not telling the wife that you bought something out of the bunch. It's like, Jesus Christ. Mark, uh, do you want to close the show, man? Uh, just thanks very much for everything, Paul. Brilliant to see you get you back on the podcast as well, Mikey. Thanks for coming. Thanks to all the lads in the live chat have joined us. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, remember, hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up button, and if you did, if you know how, please leave a comment. Hail, hail, good night, and God bless. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers, and if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.